Wait, could the engines take it? Yeah. The engines could the take engines it. Right in now. fact, could take it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Abby. And I'm Paul, and welcome to 3D Beam Up. Today we're talking Season 2, Episode 12, The Deadly Years. Kelly uses his natural accent. It is the best day of my life. It is amazing. Nothing is better. And I think that that's all we need to talk about this podcast. I mean, I did have a note to question what here would have caused, like, why? Why does he? Why does he? Does he does it go? when he gets drunk, too. Well, but he does. He does. When he drinks, that makes sense. Like, I, I have friends who have accents that thicken when they drink. Like, that is a thing. But to thicken as you age? Question mark? Yeah. What? What? Well, which leads me to the question, does he consider those to be, like, the same thing? Maybe. Because from his acting, it seems like he does. I don't Maybe. I'm confused. I thought this was one of the weaker parts of a fairly weak episode. (laughs) Oh my god, this episode. I... Uh, it's not the worst one we've seen lately. No, or but ever. It's wor- but it's bad in a different way. <laughs> like, yes. Like, at least, like, there's a lot to talk about with the racist episodes. However, this one is boring, and I have like no notes. I'm so bored. There's, it's oh, even Law and Order Starfleet. There's portions yeah, of Law and Order Starfleet. Yeah, which again, we have. But it's worse. It's way more boring than the other Law and Order Starfleet episode. And I think that's where it falls apart, right? I have notes for quite a while. And then they get to the, what, the meeting. Well, let's just call it a meeting. It is a meeting. It's a meeting. Um, and and then it is meeting. just, the it hearing. just hard breaks on well, all of the plot. Yeah. Hard breaks on all of any pacing. Absolutely. Yeah. All it's of the just, suspense. If there's any suspense. Stuff. Everything comes Which, through eh. it just crashing all. What do you guys think? Have, did you guys count the number of parts of other episodes that this episode has? So many. I didn't so, count, but there were several. Okay, let's let's do it. There's like the aging is like one thing. The love interest, like right, is a thing. The jerk Which, commodore, like the the but he's not really though. Right? No, he's trying to be a good. Officer, like him. He's just bad. Yeah. That's yeah. that's yeah. from other episodes. The court marshals from another episode, and then the Corbinite maneuvers from yeah. another episode. Yeah, So we have five oh. episodes, and it's still boring. It's they so also, boring. I didn't have a note. So it starts out, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Like quick start, good set." And then the yeah, the, like, for sure. That staging on the planet is really good, but they're only in it for like two minutes, right? A second. Yeah. yeah, how ma- again? They're checking up on uh, another scientific expedition. Yeah, how how I know much you'd never of like their whole mission <laughs> is just random check-ins? <laughs> so much. A lot. <laughs> they have to do so many medical checks of these. And why did they bring down so many people to do it? For what, like six? I, There's supposed to be like six question. people there. They brought down more people 
than the people they're checking on. Right? <laughs> and they only brought down, like, they didn't bring down, like, Chapel, which would have made yeah, sense. Yeah, they brought down, like, they brought down, like, a doctor and, 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 like, the head of engineering to do... Why was Scotty there? Why was Scotty not? There? I, I had a note later when Scotty came in and he was aging. My note was like, "Whoa, Scotty was in that part!" Like, <laughs> I actually also forgot that he was there. I did too. Because he didn't say anything, right? There is and no Chekhov. purpose. Why was Chekhov there except for he had to scream? Yeah, which also was out of character. Like, why would yeah. I like finding a dead body is uncomfortable. But why would Chekhov, who is an officer, be so freaked know. out by yeah, finding a they dead needed body? To, they like, needed to put someone to super green, right? They needed to be like, this is my yeah, first landing they party. A red shirt. Yeah, they needed a yeah, red shirt that was like, this is my first landing party. But, I'm so excited. I'm going to do all the things. But then Chekhov then, yeah. becomes... Oh my god, it's a dead body. Chekhov becomes like... Kind Whiny. of important the rest of the episode. He's yeah, he's both like the comedic relief and then like the key to the cure. But he's not the key to the cure though, either, right? Really? Like if like, no, they just if they have they left him on the him planet. To out the adrenaline. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's. It was so weird. Well, let's be real. This radiation poisoning is stupid and doesn't make any sense. Yes, <laughs> that's hundred like, percent true. It's... A, we don't find out it's radiation poisoning until, like, three quarters of the way through. And then it's just dumb, because it's like, well, adrenaline cures it. What? And what? completely reverses all the facts that... It, and completely reverses the that effects. have taken... And not only does it cure... That has taken, like, what, 48 hours or something? To develop, At least yeah. it's, like, and they a better cured, part like, of And then in, instead of all, like, yeah, the, your body de-ages 50, 60 years yeah. or something, you're like, oh, cool, I feel great again now. All my I bones know. and muscles. <laughs> yeah, within a All few minutes. Feels great. And also, I mean, uh, yeah, no, mm, that's all. Well, I, I will say, Dr. Wallace was played by a 35-year-old actress, so at least that's someone the proper age for a PhD. I wish hey, there had well, been that's... more of her. She's like a C-plot, right? She's Me like a C-plot that's unnecessary. Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know. And she's there for no explained reason. She's no, just there. she's not well, necessary. And she's supposed to be helping McCoy. Like, up to the, okay, the first meeting, um, when she's introduced, and then the, the, the conversation they have after where Kirk's like, hey, we had a past. That stuff I think is good. And, and of all the Kirk, like, I had a past stuff, I thought this one kind <laughs> of worked it, close it to the It did work better best. than most of them did, yeah. I agree that it works better than a lot of them. Not great, but, but again, better it's than another most. woman. Yes. Yeah, and it's another, it's another woman that he had a significant relationship yeah. with. When did he have the yeah, time? Exactly. No one knows. Because um, we also established his age, right? He's yeah, 34, he's 34, which we established. So seriously, if he was almost engaged to her and at least several others, plus the yeah. wife he had last week, plus... <laughs> well, like, she doesn't, well, but she in doesn't case, count because that was I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But and that was only like two months. Women he's had these significant yeah. relationships with, and like you have to think, how long do you need to like have a relationship where that leads to like to Marriage. this level? Of, yeah, yeah, of like like at least like, a year, right? Yeah, yeah, at least. I guess generally so. a year. <laughs> That's probably a fair average. Um, but <laughs> I was sad that she just the rest of the episode, all she really kind of does is stand around like watching disapprovingly. Or watching him, yeah. There's no well, like, and then uncomfortably having like the daddy complex. Uh, yeah, that was that was awkward. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird... It's just... Yeah, she's so misused here. Like, to just... I yeah. agree. I was shocked that this was a Joseph Pevney episode. Um, this might be one of his weakest directing. Because um, hmm. I did notice that in the opening cre credits that this was directed by Joseph Pevney, who... Um, well, the direction isn't terrible. It's the episode. That's <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably like fair. there were some lovely shots. There were some like the direction is fine. I think I think it's the script. I really do. Because I guess that's probably nothing fair. that yeah. happens. Nothing happens. Well, and the acting is top notch, right? The acting is fine. Actually, yeah, the couple times I was like, the acting's pretty good. Kirk's Shatner's like old age voice, pretty good. Really, honestly, pretty good. Like I think Spock's fantastic. Yeah. Doris Kelly goes a little far, but like he Boy, kind of does why, that anyway. He but, is born did, to be. Why did Doris Kelly and James Doohan get the makeup that they got? Like, oh, and the wigs know. that they got. The wigs you got. Oh man! Well, oh my God, um, Scotty didn't even get a the wig makeup. for. I don't think he ever got a wig. They were like spray painting his hair white. They, like, is that what that was? Um, well, McCoy's was was a wig, right? McCoy's, I think, was. I think you're. McCoy's is definitely right. a wig. But I yeah, it looked too, like they painted his hair. Yeah, and they oh just boy. kept like doing it with like if you go to a Halloween store and you just get like yeah, the cheap yeah. stuff that makes your hair look old. You just spray your hair. And then spray yeah. the whole thing. Like they were they were doing it with a little more nuance on the main characters. But it seemed like yeah, Scotty yeah. they just got through and they're like, How old is he supposed to be? I don't know, whatever. Just yeah. spray everything. He's only gonna be in like two <laughs> scenes. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't need to worry about it. Boy, Which, to be fair, was true. I'm bouncing around a lot because we just skipped over a ton of the beginning. But um, when they were on the planet, and you already start to see where this is going, and McCoy is scanning the body. Let's, let's just talk about McCoy for a while. Um, <laughs> I, I sat late. there, and I just know she's not going to be happy. I just no, I was thinking, probably about how he's a I terrible was just doctor. sitting there, and he's scanning. I'm like, oh, God, don't say old age. Don't say old age. Don't say old age. It's like, totally old age. Like, come on. <laughs> what kind of horrible doctor are you, McCoy? I mean, it's not, he's not only terrible there. Like, let's also review the other. The whole he's rest of the like, episode is someone dies, he's like, old age oh, killed well. him. <laughs> and he scans them, or he doesn't even scan them. He's just like, well, they're clearly dead. Old age killed them. Can't do anything. But it's not only that. Spock comes in and he's cold, and McCoy's like, I can't do anything. The lady comes in, the one who dies, the red shirt, essentially, and she um, she's going to death, and he's like, don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's well, the one, she comes in and collapses, and he just walks over. He's like, well, and he's like, she's ah. dead. Nothing we could do. I don't think he yeah, understands he that old age is not a, well, the writers obviously don't, is, is not a cause of death. Um, yeah. All of these people died of something, whether that's heart failure, lung failure, renal failure, you know, something, but something, his thing is telling him something. Ugh. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, no, yeah, I was wondering sense. if maybe that was like a more common, um, like expression or thing to write on death certificates. It's not or something, it's not something you could write on a death certificate to my understanding because it's not, so you'd have even, it's not, even in the 60s. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's not a cause of death. Yeah. It's not a cause right? of death. Right. So, um, okay. You could say cause of death unknown, um, that you might in some of those cases, but I don't think you could just put old age without <laughs> getting some questions. You could, he, he does say natural causes once, which I, I don't, I'm not sure you can even say that, but that's better at least. It's at least Everything though is natural causes, essentially. Yeah. Did, 
Other than the radiation poisoning. Other than this crazy... Well, it's it's from a comet. It's a this really specific radiation. It's a, it's a farm farm fresh comet radiation, right? It's nice. And That's like really low level, low level enough that Spock had to do something special I to the instrumentation to figure out what it was. Quick science corner, because I don't think I have an answer to this one, because it's un, I don't have enough information from what they said to, but he says. I, I forget the exact wording, right? You just said it. Like, low-level radiation or something? Yeah. He said, it, yeah. Like, it was so low, like, it was off their normal scale of, like, sweeping radiation. So it so either means... change the instrumentation. That it's very low-frequency radiation, which would... I mean, depending on how you define it, it'd be radio waves. Um, <laughs> or that it's very low intensity, which would mean there's not much of it, which, I mean, it's... And neither of them is really descriptive. Neither of them would really explain this. None of it makes sense. I don't think it's worth dwelling on because they just give you so little. But should they have said high? Would that have made more sense? High that it's too high of radiation, right? There would be like gamma rays and stuff, and I mean that's how you get Fantastic Fours and. Um, I was maybe you'd have the Hulk instead of <laughs> get some, uh, get some Spider-Mans although I, uh, I forget what type of radiation hit the spider that bit Peter Parker and all the other Spider-Mans but um, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. again I don't know that it's worth dwelling on it's not because it doesn't make sense I mean in a way that these things usually don't make sense but worse I feel like <laughs> I I'm looking at my notes just... pretty much every line is a, has a question mark in it I got a lot of mind you as well. It's just like, oh, and oh, it's, oh, Kirk's repeating orders. That's a sign. And oh, look, everybody's getting oh. grumpier and everybody's getting grayer. And I'm like, who, who decides that these people should not be relieved from duty temporarily until they find what, out what's wrong? Because I'm surprised Spock didn't do this earlier. Me yeah. too. And then he resisted it so I, long. Well, I'm surprised they had to have yeah. a hearing because I'm like, wouldn't yeah. they just, wouldn't that just be like a medical thing where it's like you're unfit for duty because medically you're unfit for duty. So you are removed from duty because medical, because that's a thing. <laughs> like, I don't understand how these people are still working. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Commodore is correct, right? Yeah. In ordering no, the totally hearing. totally is. Like, the co- oh, this Commodore. All right. I have things. I actually liked this Commodore fine. He was fine yeah, as fine. a person. Like, he was trying to do the best he could. The only thing that I had issues with was why. I, I even understand him taking over the ship, even though he's, like, a desk jockey. Like, I get it. He's like, I'm the highest ranking. This is what I do. I am trained. Whatever. But the only thing that doesn't make sense, if I am in his position, and I am usually behind a desk, but I am find myself in charge of a starship, my first command is not going to be, like, Let's go into the neutral zone. You mean the fighting right, zone? The fighting yeah. zone. <laughs> because that is a terrible command. Even if you're trying to get to where you were going in the first place, you've already told them that you'll be delayed. Like, so you're going to be delayed. So yes, head for the star base, but also uh, no, don't uh, so, take the shortcut. <laughs> so my read was that his argument for the better part of the end there, kind of middle onward, is that look, you're trying to solve this problem that is going to kill you all very quickly. Um, and you're trying to solve it here on a ship with limited resources and you're try- and limited minds. And all of you are sick from it that are researching it. And if we get to a star base, we have more facilities, we have more researchers, we could fix this quicker. I, I think so. He's and correct. So, so, but I think that was why he cut across the neutral zone is he was saying, look, 
if this is a difference between like a three hour trip and a 12 hour trip, like they might not have 12 hours. Um, which Bill. makes sense, which means even that he's kind of justified. He's, in. Totally, he's really like, not a jerk. He needed to be doing this 20 hours earlier, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they that's should the not problem. have waited this long for the whole thing because then they wouldn't have had this problem and they wouldn't have had to go in the neutral zone yes. anyway, which they shouldn't have. Agreed. But like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, what is this, what is this character doing? <laughs> Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but <laughs> also, why only do it at warp five if you're trying to get there fast? Yeah, like if you're just get there slam fast. them. Oh, I, I did not. Just catch like up just warp nine, man. Just, just slam it. Just, warp, just go. <laughs> did they drop out a warp to interact with the Romulan ships too? That's a big question. Because if you're it like, sure look like it. if you're like <laughs> flying through a place at even warp five, like they'd have to pull you out of warp, you. which I don't know that they right, can do. Which I don't think they can. So. I think they stopped because, it, well, I mean, like, the camera showed them stopped, right? Yeah, they were definitely stopped. They were not at work. But why did they do it? it? That's the question. I have no idea. Because they had to. Because plot. <laughs> because plot reasons. Because Kirk had to come in and save the day from the pencil pusher. Yeah. Because Gene Roddenberry hated bureaucracy more than he hated anything he in the world, really possibly. hated <laughs> bureaucracy. It seems like, like he, he really guys. super did. It seems like he also might have hated getting old. Because this is a very ageist. This is a very ageist episode. It sure um, is. They also, it's... man, the timing. They age them so quick because Kirk like says that one thing twice, and everybody looks around suspiciously before they even know what's happening. Yeah. And then like that could just be like a distracted moment. Yeah. Like, I've done shit like that. But like, then like an normal. hour passes, and they're all like seventy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. It's, yeah, it's, so I don't want, I wonder, is, like, the implication that Kirk never, ever, ever makes mistakes? And that's why they're all so <laughs> shocked? Like, that that's what I think it was, which is kind of also is. weird. That could be argued. Yeah, it's weird, anyway. It's weird. <laughs> Kirk is but, portrayed as mildly infallible during the entirety of TFS. So. He is, and I will say his dementia is, like, super sad and... Sure. And, Heartbreaking. Yeah. It's, it's also right. It's it, it, they they sort of paint this picture though that once you hit age seventy, you are seen now, right? That, that that's the picture they paint here. Um, that is not how like everyone ages differently. Everyone ages in very very different ways. Um, well, which they kind of mention, and I think they just gave the like reason as metabolism. Because like, what's her name? Dies, but like. Kirk, besides having the dementia, is still, like, reasonably physically fit. Well, again, if it's coming down to, like, heart failure or something, like, you could die of a heart attack in your... You could die of a heart attack anytime. Um, and that's presumably what happened to her, right? It's not that they got to some magic number and then it said, oh, okay, that was all the life you right, had. Right, right. Um, <laughs> like, they don't have to explain away the fact that she died earlier than them from things that McCoy maybe could have fixed. <laughs> like, uh, like a heart attack. <laughs> um... <laughs> Nope, she just needed to die. Yeah. You know, McCoy also came up with the cure. What's that? And Spock McCoy came, also up. came Spock up. came up with the cure. Spock came up with the cure. No, it was McCoy. Remember that terrible speech where he was like, uh, what happens when like you're you're scared, like your heart beats, and then you like your breathing increases, and then adrenaline. Yeah, and it's like, and oh, then... have none of them been in any stressful situation since they've gotten on board? No one. Like, Maybe it has to happen, no one, right? This no is one's, season two. No one's been Somebody's stressed been at all. Out. Apparently, it had to happen while you were getting the disease. 
<laughs> well, then why did yeah. it work then? <laughs> why did it I, work late? Paul, this is way too many questions. <laughs> like, I love that Spock just like mixed it up in a jar. Because I thought he was going to come in and then like drink this. I know. And they're like, oh, it's an injection. Like, what's your, what's the dosage? And also that's exposed to air, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> that's not sterile. Like, <laughs> I like that a lot too. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the next thing McCoy is going to treat them all for is blood infections. And, um, <laughs> well. I, I think very likely. But um, yeah, that that cup of uh, cup of weird juice at the end that they all get—that's <laughs> basically just an EpiPen, essentially. So, uh, yeah, not the. I like that uh, Did you guys notice when Kirk was signing the pad? Did you look at it? Oh, I did, and I was mildly confused <laughs> by what it was. was I think it it's like... an etch a sketch. Yeah, it's it's a standard. <laughs> I thought it was like, no, it's one yeah, of those like of those um magnetic writing boards. Yeah. Like when, and you like peel up the yep. the plastic and then it erases oh, okay. it. Yep. Oh, is it one of those? It was... It's so it's definitely a kid's toy. Yeah, right. Yeah, like totally, and totally. Those yeah. are pretty standard in the series, I think. Like I've seen those before. I, yeah, I think they. Yeah. yeah, I think they've happened before. Yeah, they're in like the case of like the pad case. But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one like that up close yeah, before. Yeah. Because in the remastered version, you can see every detail, and I was just like, wow, <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. And speaking of oh. props, um, what in God's holy hell is that tinfoil phallus in McCoy's office? <laughs> yeah, I never talk about that. I mean, I was trying to figure out what it was, like, if you had to reproduce that pop, that prop. If you had to reproduce that prop, how would you even start to make it, was my question. I think it's tinfoil. It was definitely, yeah, yeah. Up. It was definitely aluminum foil, but then, no, no, there was some structure to it, though. It was it's like, like a, a plastic. Like a it's like a no, but there was a plastic, like, superstructure, and I was like, what is this plastic thing? It could have been a very long carrot. <laughs> I have so many inappropriate things to say, and I'm not going to say them, but I'm thinking them, and I want you all to know that I'm thinking very inappropriate thoughts. I mean, I don't know how a person could look at that prop. I mean, that's the only thing to think, Abby. Yes, it is. It is. There's no other thing to think looking at that prop. Like, was that like a coded message? Like, It's McCoy's... um, fantasies of of kirk it's 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 a fantasy prop that you know as as homage to his his lover and greatest friend oh i, I have know. questions all I've got. i have so many questions um that, that's all you have on props guys yeah there weren't many other props other than that no, like opening really set again the opening set was nice but that was nice. This is about yeah, when. Cool. Oh, that's right. I have a bunch of questions that I forget what order all these things are in. The... Um, I think it's in the same zone. Because when they're first examining Chekhov, like, what is Chekhov even doing? Did you notice that part? <laughs> Where, like, Chekhov <laughs> is laying on his back against his wall with his legs up the wall and just, like, <laughs> sitting there. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> It's that thing. Does, Jim does it at some point. It's where that he, like, like running thing. The foot. Yeah, no, it's but like it's, it's stationary though. But it's stationary. 
I for Jimmy moves. But I'm like, why is che- what is why is Chekhov doing this though? In med bay. I think they're, to get his heart rate up. They're testing all of his responses, maybe? Yeah, I think that's a, it's supposed to be a futuristic stress test because Kirk has done it. <laughs> so you have to do it upside capacity. down? Okay, okay. I think so. Also, yeah. guys, I would say about Jacob, I loved his soliloquy. His, his, oh, really, sure. his really hilarious, like, do this checkup. Yeah, I thought that was good. It was funny. I thought that was good. I had to pause the video and laugh because I thought it was so freaking It was funny. funny. And then Sulu's like, you'll live. And he's like, yeah, but I won't like it. <laughs> Why do they need to keep getting samples from him? Like, I don't know. There's no reason. What could there's they learn really from no his blood now that they couldn't, like, did they not there's take, like, no a reason. pint of blood from him? Like, I have right. no idea. Do they and not have it on no file? Like, yeah. There's no reason. Oh it my it God. didn't make any sense. Speaking of, there, boy, I got two things. I guess speaking of Chekhov, Chekhov was totally wigged at the very end. He, it, there was a Chekhov wig only in the very a, last scene. It's because it was a reused yeah. shot. Um, yeah. Which I was like, wow, that's right. Yeah. Just from some other episode. Yeah. Um, Just but, from some other episode. Um, speaking of other things that don't make sense, this is also around the time that... Um, I don't remember her name. Um, the other doctor. Janet. Janet? It's Janet or Jana or something. It's. I thought it was Janet. Uh, okay. Well, that she's talking to McCoy. Janet. It's Janet Wallace. And she's like, can I help? And she says something along the lines of, we use some carbs on plants. Will that help? <laughs> like, <laughs> we help slow aging in plants by giving them carbs. It's like... What? <laughs> what the what? So, like... <laughs> like why why should that help why if an endocrinologist said that to me i'd just be like what yeah are you talking about yeah her i felt bad because she could have been a really fun and interesting character yeah. and she just wasn't and that like, was like the last line she got nothing there was no explanation to why she was there. Like, they could have gotten into more with her and Kirk, and they didn't. Like, she could have actually no. done something useful with solving the problem, and she right. didn't. Even on the, the best thing about her was that jumpsuit. That oh, was yeah. the best thing about her. <laughs> Even great. in that meeting, the long meeting that derails everything, she just sort of sits there and just watches. I know. Yeah. Like, a, her anything. only personality trait is that she falls in love with older men. Apparently. That's it. <laughs> Like, like, so to be fair, she still loved Kirk. Okay, to be fair, okay, she was she had been in love with Kirk previously. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, and she also harbors past loves. Yay, Mm. I guess. (laughs) Boy, but yeah, I but I do want to talk about the costumes because oh, thank God, there are two things. Thing the thing the first the less interesting bit is they did use um, oversized uniform shirts to like kind of simulate that the, the their bodies were kind ah. of shrinking and decreasing which i was like that's, that's cool, cool and well done easy that. easy huh. thing to do real cool i liked it yeah. however and then there were the two jumpsuits the one jumpsuit <laughs> was an abomination that purple feathery whatever the hell i don't know it was horrible it did not look good on her it was terrible however the other jumpsuit that she wears for most of the time I want it. It has pockets. It has cool, like, block colors. It was apparently made from drapes, and I don't care. I want to sound of music that, and I want to wear it, because it was awesome, and I want it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Abby, when you're making yourself one, can you make me one, too? 
I kind of want like seriously that is like I'm like that is the jumpsuit I have been looking for all of my life I'm serious Abby I'll buy the fabric and I think we're about the same size loose and comfortable and pockets like I was all about that it was amazing it's very cute I loved it and it was functional (laughs) I agree I know it was cute it was functional it was professional it was great it was perfect it was the best (laughs) costume I think maybe we've ever seen I love it so much. <laughs> and it's costume corner, but I had to get the I didn't think that was a great costume corner. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, all my notes are just so like pedantic, I think. Yeah, because this is a boring episode. It was. Here, it's let's go boring. through pedantic comments. I have one. Did you guys notice the part where she talked about getting a stargram? No. No. She oh. got a stargram from. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I that is the best term I have ever heard. And I do not know why they do not get stargrams in every episode. <laughs> that is so great. God. I mean, it's email. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. No. Paul, it is a stargram. <laughs> it is more star- special than email. I it's am like immediately if you go, saying stargram instead of email from now on. It's like it's like it's not like an email. It's like one of those like e cards that you send people from like a specific like, uh, yeah. website. That's what it is. That's what it is. More than an actual email. It's one of those e cards yeah. that you like. There you go. I like that's it. What it is. A stargram. Um, yeah. Also, Kirk gets shirtless. That is what he does. Notes. He does, for no reason. For no reason. (laughs) I figured that you would bring up the fact, Chelsea, that he walks up to a... Right, he walks up to a screen that is projecting um, Spock's face on it. So presumably Spock is seeing him, but he walks up to it to like, you know, like here. Right? His face is up here. (laughs) And the screen is just clearly like shirtless guy. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, so and Spock no, doesn't flinch, I, I but on the bridge, the thing he must be seeing is just like Kirk just torso. <laughs> I'm glad you now ship Kirk Spock. <laughs> exactly. Like every everyone else. Um, but no, I hadn't noticed that. I think I've just brainwashed you into noticing it. I mean, I think that's the yes. most. I mean, if you were going to ship anything, that would be the most blatant. Just. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, and apparently Bone Spock. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> Or Bones Kirk, my bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I'm sorry. Bones, Spock, and Kirk are a thruple. And no one can convince me differently. (laughs) No one can convince me differently. I'm sorry. They just are. They live their lives together and do everything together. They are... They are a happy, loving, polyamorous couple. Like, that's just how it is. The best evidence (laughs) for that is space camping movie. (laughs) But the best evidence for that is canon. Just general yeah. TOS canon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, any, uh, these are my beliefs. Uh, <laughs> oh, welcome to our podcast on fan fiction. It sounds I like mean, a very specific type, too. The reason fan fiction exists. <laughs> the reason fan fiction exists is Kirk and Spock. That is it's, why fan yeah, fiction it's, exists. It's, it's hard to not see it. It's hard yeah. not to see it. No, <laughs> because it's not subtext, it's text. <laughs> um, it's not subtle. I, I feel anyway. like to just clear through some of these, I should just ask some of these questions <laughs> rapid fire, and then we could get on to better <laughs> questions. Um, what's 20, what's 20,000 perigee? That means nothing. Nobody um, knows. Well, perigee <laughs> means something, but 20,000 of it doesn't. Um, 
I didn't even catch that. He says it like, well, he says it like five times because he says it twice, then he says it twice, and then they talk about him saying it twice. And then someone says it a bunch, and then, yeah. Yeah. Um, I must must have, like, filed it in my brain with, like, gobbledygook. There's a point (laughs) where McCoy says they still maybe have days, even though they're clearly, like, 80, and they're aging, by his count, (laughs) a a year, an hour. Um, And he's like, we maybe have days. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Do ya? Um, Well, it's right after What's-Her-Face collapses and dies. Yeah, (laughs) yep. He's like, and he's I like, don't think we probably uh, have days. What is, what is Kirk's problem? Why aren't any of them producing adrenaline? Aren't they producing it now? Can't they produce it now? Um, why'd the Romulans yeah. stop firing? Like, well before Kirk starts to scam them. Like, there's a 30-second period where they were firing nonstop. And as soon as, like, the... the is it a Commandant? Um, Commodore. 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 Uh, as soon as he, like steps away from the chair as soon as kirk is on the bridge the romulans stop firing even though they don't know kirk is there yet um <laughs> and they haven't implemented any kind why'd of why they drop out of warp blah 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 <laughs> oh there was a small bit at the end where kirk says well gentlemen even though um there are clearly more than just men on the bridge um <laughs> they do that a lot they do, he, <laughs> they uh, do a lot. <laughs> he'll often say everyone or something of that sort also, just the big broad picture comment about why they don't call it the fighting zone instead of the neutral zone. <laughs> because <laughs> apparently the Romulans are always in the neutral zone looking for a fight. Yeah. It's Romulan space. That is true. And isn't Maybe the and Romulans a, do call it that. Isn't an attack in the neutral zone by definition an act of war? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Especially, that I mean, matter. it happens like it happens every time they go into it. So again, you could say like, "Oh, they're firing because the Federation entered the neutral zone," but like they're there doing the firing, like they're in right, there too. Exactly, it's like they're already there. Like it's not like they if they had gone into Romulan space from the neutral zone, sure, then sure, yes. absolutely. So the neutral them. zone is where to give them a warning, right? Right, in theory. I so I cleared through a lot of those because I have one question that it, I mean it's almost on the same level as the shipping you're talking about. Um, because I want to pitch something. I want to pitch that. <laughs> I want to pitch that Spock's antidote does not work. Kirk okay. dies or goes into a coma. <laughs> And the rest of the episode is a dream. That's why he is miraculously fixed. He is his young self again. And then the rest of the series is a dream. <laughs> but Spock's antidote does not work. Kirk goes into a coma and eventually dies. We could write dies. that. Fan fiction. Like, that would be a pretty good story. So you get A or B. He goes into a coma and this is a dream. Or uh, he dies and this is some sort of, like, lost purgatory. <laughs> or heaven for him. Uh, sure. Honestly, for Kirk, it would be heaven. He would just be on a ship forever, and that would be great for him. Oh, he would man. love it. So Running into ex-lovers all over the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would explain a lot if this is all just Kirk's it dream. <laughs> a lot it of these would. weird episodes. Like, were... how do they, yeah, how do they get out of all these crazy situations? Yep. Yeah. I... Why are they in all these crazy situations? <laughs> Why does third season happen, right? Then third season Why is all the dream. everything happen to them? all the time yeah. always poor enterprise crew like i swear to god if i were in starfleet and they were like you're gonna get on the enterprise i'd be like i could i any other ship yeah. any other ship yeah. <laughs> like, please any other ship yeah anyway i'm gonna like, i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna live. i'm gonna move forward with the rest of the series anytime we have a 
episode past this in the series, Kirk's, it's a Kirk dream. Kirk dream sequence. Perfect. Oh, and anytime they communicate, works. it's a stargram. <laughs> so I'm glad we have, have come up with these new terms. No, no, I definitely would. Also, Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, Pepperidge Farm will be pin. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm... Yeah, oh, them, absolutely. We need, we need their sponsorship. Okay, but to get back to this stupid episode, and Paul, I want to actually go back to one of the things. Milano's, yum, yum, yum. I mean, they're leftover from last time, so we're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to eat one of these Pepperidge Farm cookies. <laughs> just an example, Pepperidge Farm, of what we do on air. <laughs> We talk about your products all the time for no reason. Um, anyway. Okay. Paul, your question about what is P- Kirk's problem. I actually have this question as well. Because is this in character for Kirk? Not even old Kirk, I have right? this literal question. No. Not even like old Kirk. Is this in character for Kirk to be like, I am compromised. I need to have Spock or somebody take care of this. Because I can still work. But somebody else needs to be making these decisions so that it's not just me and we are actually working towards. Like, is I guess I don't know how I feel. If, so if it's this not is in Kirk's. If this is Kirk's personality or not, I don't know how no. I feel about it. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it, it is. is. And I, think, I don't think it's in Kirk. And that's why I think he has to have dementia. I think that's the only explanation. I guess, but he or does some... it so early. Like I just I know. don't. It's like early onset dementia that he then lives with for another 50 years. Yeah, yeah and I mean, this is, the, yeah, this is the trick with some of these. Like, when you start talking about things like dementia, like, you're talking about catastrophic brain injury. Like, those are not things oh, that, yeah. like, adrenaline fixes. Like, the body does not have a mechanism. Even, like, Star Trek does not have a mechanism, a plausible mechanism, yeah. for regrowing neurons or neural pathways, synapses. So like, which is why a, a brain injury can still kill you. Yeah, and like, if which this happens, like, the there's no reversing this. The way to reverse this, the way to fix this, in a, a, the only clean way I could think of fixing this episode, is um, to say, hey, we could rig the like you transported down, and we still somehow could retrieve this. I actually think I'm I'm, I'm cribbing this from a Stargate episode, which I just mentioned last week too. Um, that we could, or it might be a TNG episode, that we could like pull your pattern from the pattern buffer um, and then mm. use that essentially to rewrite your genetic code and do that. Um, rewrite your body to where it was and essentially just, you know, it's, it's, a, um, it's a prestige, right? Like, get on the pad, you're going to die, but your old self will be there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, which I guess is, is the same thing that happens every time they teleport, but... Um, Kind of I think that. that's the only yeah, clean way out of this episode, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is that... Is, there's no... I don't know that there is a clean way out of this episode because the basis of it is so flimsy. Like, it would make more sense if it wasn't radiation poisoning, but if they had eaten something or something had bit them. Yeah. Or, like, that would something. make more like sense. Like a radioactive spider. Or it was a virus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bacteria. Yeah. So... I think I, mm. so there was a TNG episode that I was going to bring up, right? Unnatural Selection, where they basically just rip off the same plot, that people get old. And it's a, it's maybe the most Pulaski episode of TNG. Um, yeah, and there aren't many of those. There's not many. She's only in uh, season two. 
but it's yeah. also her weakest by far. It is such a bad. It's it's it's. I think the reason that everybody hates Doctor Pulaski because she's written so so badly in this episode. She's written very bad. She's written badly yeah, everywhere. It's it's not a problem yeah. with Diana Muldaur. Uh, I should say. No, I no, love no, Diana no. Muldaur, but Doctor Pulaski was just written to be insufferable. A terrible person. Um, yeah. But I think that is at the end they like use the teleporter, and then the problem is that Pulaski doesn't use the teleporter because he doesn't trust it. She only uses shuttles, and then they have to do something else. But yeah, um, they have to do something weird. But, but yeah, that's not that's not a good episode either. And they did, no, and, and they used the teleporter. It's not. But yeah, Ugh. I just this episode was boring. It didn't make sense. I didn't care for it. And I think the big problem, right, is yeah. the what are we calling it? The the competency meeting because they can't <laughs> the hearing. Yeah, the yeah. court martial of something. Because they can't. The problem, right? Law and Order Starfleet 2.0. That either needs to be much shorter, which I don't think it can be, or it needs to be not in the episode, in which case they have a whole bunch of time to fill. Yeah. They needed a B-plot. Well, they had this B-plot. they didn't have one. They had the B-plot. Well, yeah, five of them. It was a dumb B-plot. They could have done they, more well, with it. They could have done more with yeah, it. Yeah. If it were developed, it could have been not a dumb B-plot. Because I think it suffered like, from not having enough time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys notice the tidbit where um, Spock wants to ask McCoy about the temperature, but he first waited for Kirk to go away? I thought it was funny that Spock kept wanting it to be 125 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think is Spock so always uncomfortable. All the time. I'm sure he's always like a little bit, like just a little bit uncomfortable, probably because he's Spock, but you know. All right, I have, like, two more notes. Um, the next is that, the, really, the woman has to die. Why? I did not like Which that. one? The, the... What's the her red name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the red I mean, that's the, that's the point, I think, right? She is a red... Like, someone needs to die to give some suspense to this, right? To raise the so stakes. Yeah. And it could have been, right? It's unfortunate that they picked the only woman from the... Um, uh, from the landing party, right? Uh, of... And that's the one they showed dying horribly, but um, and also caring about lots of things, right? Like being uh, caring much more about her appearance than any of the men, um, yeah. right? So all these sort of negative stereotypes. A stupid place to put a mirror. Yeah, what? and Kirk's just like, she look is at so me. shallow. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she's she's problematic from the start, but someone oh, yeah. I mean, there has to be a red shirt dying and the fact that she... i hate that kind of sexist shit though because right because yeah. all the men are concerned with like important things like their ability to command and do their job but she's only concerned with like yeah. wrinkles yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's very problematic <laughs> um also that amazing exchange between bones and spock where bones is, or spock is like you know bones don't drink this it could kill you and the response is don't give me any of those vulcan details <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was pretty surprised that Spock hadn't already tested it on himself at the very end. Honestly, yeah, it's true. I'm surprised he waited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because he's a little more by the... If it had been McCoy, McCoy would have tested it on himself. As he tries to do. Spock Spock usually does, too. Yeah, Spock Spock usually does, too. Spock usually is pretty just like, eh, I'm the one who can handle this the best, so I'll do it. (laughs) Like, that's generally how he rolls. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Um, one other thing that I learned, um, this lady's 
name, Dr. Wallace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys catch that in Star Trek, when does she appear in the new movies? Is it the second Star Trek new movie? Wait, Janice Wallace is in the new movies? No. So Carol, Carol Marcus was in the new movies, but she's yeah. Carol Wallace initially when oh. she has the pseudonym. Oh, wow. Boy, that would... And I'm pretty sure it's a reference to this. It's possible. Boy, I would have loved that if Carol Marcus from the movies was this character, right? If they had brought back, and then they said, like, this is the arc, right? Because Carol Marcus never shows up in the series, right? She's just another one of these. That's a movie, too. Um, I mean, I wonder if they just didn't think about it, or they just couldn't get any of those actresses back. Right, she leaves still on good terms. Um he always leaves them on good terms. Like, that's his <laughs> M.O. Like, he's it's just true. like, I love you, but I love the stuff. I guess, I guess the trick would be... <laughs> I guess the trick would be where was David that whole time, right? Um, that's a good uh-huh. point. Yeah, so they couldn't do something like that, because then he would be alive and present here. Yeah. So, hmm. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. I also held, like, how they made several movies, this basic plot, which is that Kirk doesn't want to retire. <laughs> that's fair again he's married to the stars <laughs> where would he where would he be without them they are his home <laughs> so I've been thinking about what is the antagonist here right um, is it radiation? the virus I think it's I think it's oh yeah it's yeah, it's not a, yeah it's the it's like it's not the, a virus no l- we discussed it would be better if it was a virus but it's not <laughs> That's why I'm changing it in my mind. I'm like, it has to be a virus. Well, but then a virus would spread <laughs> to other people on the ship, stupid. right? Which is kind of right, what... Right, right. Which what, would have been interesting. Which is what happens in the TNG one, which yeah, is why um, Pulaski that's trapped on the station, right? It's a station. She goes to it, and then they say, like, nobody can come back because I think it is a virus. Maybe? Uh, actually, I think it's about... Oh, yeah, that, that's a very problematic episode. Now that I'm remembering it, it's a very... You should go listen to uh, that episode as we discuss it on Hi-Fi Sci-Fi Podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling for his other podcast. Because uh, that is a very <laughs> bad episode. Very bad episode. Um, well, the only other virus we have is the Muri virus, right? Yeah, again, this isn't a virus. This this would be, I, I, like... This is radiation. Well, right, the only other a thing comet. that's... Could the comet be a bad... Could be a bad... It's the comet's radiation, right? Um, it's whatever. Yes. It's it's the act of going to this planet and breathing in a little bit of radiation, I guess. Which is very similar both to the spores and the Mary virus. Yes. Um, and that said, the the spores were also, while they didn't talk about it, essentially defeated by, I mean maybe the adrenal system maybe i mean uh, some sort of endocrine (laughs) system um because they were defeated by getting angry and these are defeated by getting scared essentially right right so So actually that's really similar i'm looking at around there right now and i would still probably push this stupid radiation under the Omicron study three flu. Yeah, because they're not the spores. Like the spores are great. Not the spores are great. I I'm trying to decide whether it's better or worse than Vampire Cloud. Yeah, kind of right there with you. Or sparkles. Because like, or sparkles. But I would. Vampire Cloud kills people too. 
Well, that's what I was actually thinking. I'm actually going to put probably Vampire Cloud above it because Vampire Cloud, like, just straight up murders people. Like, this is like a... It has autonomy. Yeah, Yeah, it has autonomy. It does. It has autonomy. So, like, I would probably put Vampire Cloud and probably Sparkles then above. Yeah. What Sparkles look like? I think the... What was that? Chelsea, sorry. What did Sparkles look like? Sparkles was the, oh, like... Oh, yeah. that Sparkles. Lights in the yeah, tie. Yeah. Lights in the tie. lights in the eyes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. If you put it... Um, I think it would have to be below both those. I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. above the Gorgon, above though. Gorgon? Because... Yeah, Gorgon was so stupid. And he, like, manipulated children, so... He, yeah. It would just turn these children into adults, and then they'd die, and then he'd yeah. be like, oh, a sad, yeah. sad Gorgon. So let's say above Gorgon under right. Yeah. That Perfect. would be my... Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure anything For this stupid that isn't a human is going to end up being below a, the Gorgon. <laughs> That's right? Uh, humanoid, I should say, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the only thing is, the only thing that isn't is the Miri virus, which we <laughs> put at the very bottom. Which is the dumbest, because it's the dumbest. Yeah, because everybody else down here is, is humanoid, at the very least. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. Well, the Miri virus McCoy solves with like a beaker and like yeah. <laughs> like a thermometer. And he MacGyver's that so hard. Like it's just duct tape and a beaker. Like that's all. That's all it takes to solve that. Yeah, it didn't take much more to t- to do this one. No, right? we just had to figure out that's adrenaline. True. Yeah, it's not like Spock synthesized something crazy. He was just like, here's the jar of it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Have that. Like the open I jar mean, really implies that he was just pouring things from beakers into another beaker, right? He was doing like the classic <laughs> chemistry, the, like stereo, <laughs> stereotypical, like f- there's Mad smoke virus. rising from it. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. You know it's true. That's because, probably what happened. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so many problems. They never titrate anything. Anyway. I mean, they never titrate anything in this series. That's that makes me sad. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's play bingo. <laughs> Maybe this will cheer us up. <laughs> A lot of stuff happens. Shirtless Kirk. Um, I don't think the visiting. I mean. If you don't have a clarifier, then I bet visiting Admiral's a jerk isn't on there because he's also not an admiral. Or maybe just said that. No, I think well, it's usually like visiting person. They would, yeah, it's usually a visiting person, and he would count. But I don't think he's he was a jerk. jerk. Yeah, that's like, fair. I don't think he's a jerk. I think he's totally like justified in everything he does, except for going to the neutral zone. Like that's it. The fighting zone. <laughs> fighting zone. Yeah. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Yeah, it'd be sad if this one yeah. got it. There are a lot of people there, but. I, I mean, there's a captain's log. There's probably a recurring actor. I hope Spock says fascinating or interesting. Uh, a red shirt dies. We have he's uh, dead, which, as you know, think I counts as a red uh, as he's dead, Jim, and you guys don't. So we'll, that, that causes not, us to lose bingo. I'm gonna be also mad, it is not a red shirt, usual. right? It is not. A, yeah, but we clarified. But we decided, in the we past. decided that a while ago that mm. you, if it's a person who within the initial does landing party, okay, for okay. only reason is to die, <laughs> okay. like they count as a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Romulans do show up. The neutral zone shows up. I, you know, oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a. It's possible. It's a strong maybe for me. There's chapels in it, right? Good strong. Chekhov's maybe. in it. Sulu's in it. Scotty's in it. Wait, could the Edgins take it? 
Yeah. The engines could the take engines it. Right in now. fact, it could take it. All right. Disappoint us. Disappoint us, Abby. I mean, it's not disappointing because we didn't get it. and Because <laughs> there wasn't much. There really isn't. Like, there were two that weren't on the sheet. Nurse Chapel and Retro Dice weren't on the sheet. So, like, we weren't going to get those. And then there's two that come close, and I'm mad about it because he says she's dead. He doesn't say she's dead, Jim, so we don't get it. It's close. And then which he I says, think we I'm, do. A, I'm not a magician, Spock. I'm just an old country doctor, which is, again, close, but not there. <laughs> but I feel like so that one of them are McCoy's fault. Because both of them are McCoy's senile. fault. But even if we'd gotten them, we wouldn't have won. So, because the only other things we have are a shirtless Kirk. The bridge does shake. Oh, yeah, so there's yeah. that. There's a recurring actor. There's a captain's log, and the Romulans are there. So like, wait, did he not make out with her? No, he never no, kisses her. Nope. He oh, ruins that too. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, this episode is a waste of everything. Like, it's almost <laughs> a waste of my bingo sheet. Like I and a waste I'm, of time. <laughs> it's dumb. Dumb all around. Yeah, the whole I, ship. Whatever. The whole ship shakes for a while there. Like yeah, it does. It does. They're pretty good. That's a, they're pretty good. That's shields. a great effect when they jump to warp eight and they all lean back. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that is a good it's one. True. That is good. It's true. I like that a lot. All right. So let's watch something else and hope that it's more interesting and I don't like my mind doesn't wander like it did watching this. Hmm. Oh All my right. goodness! I hope we we're probably gonna stay in season two. I'm let's predicting see. it. Nothing statistically. Oh, oh no, friend. No, we're back to season one and we're back to early season one. Oh no. We are we are episode four, Naked Town. Oh. Yay! I have a board for this one. The crew is infected with a mysterious disease that removes people's emotional inhibitions to a dangerous degree. Guys, spoiler, shot Spock shows emotion. I'm very excited. I love to hate this one. <laughs> yeah, this one definitely. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, I mean love the naked I am more stereotypes though they found a different group to stereotype so <laughs> yep you know whatever anyway. thank I'm, goodness i'm excited i sulu is gonna be all swordsy it's oh my be... gosh i just forgot about the sulu <laughs> and the sword you I'm are a hundred percent right oh wow that is a scene yeah we are gonna watch. yeah it is yeah it is a scene <laughs> all right friends join us next time don't forget you can follow us on your social media of choice uh recommend us to friends family or whoever you enjoy as a person and like star trek uh and next time we're watching the naked time 